This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 131. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Sessie. Yes, ma'am. We have very pretty woman on our screen. We do. And yes. I got to admit, when I heard that she used to be in the beauty industry, I had to go brush my hair, put on some lipstick. I, I did not. My I changed clothes because I had on my pajamas. Yes, because we, we record in the morning. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to introduce this. It, it was interesting how I got Danielle Hayden on. So she's a, from Profit Planner. And um, she has obviously hired, tr- is it True Blood? <laughs> Somebody yep. emailed yes. me. So this was like basic people that find podcast for people like Danielle to go on to. Oh, okay. And normally I ignore them, but they were very insistent that you come on. And then when I thought I was like, fine, I'll research it. I was like, oh yeah, she's allowed to come on. So let me explain. So she is a reformed corporate CFO, chief financial officer, who's on a mission to help rule breaking female entrepreneurs. That's definitely Sessie and I um, understand their numbers. Oh my God. Yes. So they can gain the confidence they need to sustain profits because guess what y'all? If you don't know your numbers, how the hell do you know if you're successful? That's just Amen. the bottom line. So welcome, Danielle. Yay! Yay! Okay. I love this right off the bat. I love this part of your body. This is why I didn't say it. You wanted to be a hairstylist, so you went to business school. And I go, God bless you, <laughs> because most hairstylists don't even think about that. Well, I wanted to own my own salon. That's that's really what uh, brought me on my my business journey. I was working as a hairstylist. I said, I want to, I want to own my own hair salon. Let me go learn a little bit about the business side, and ended up in accounting. <laughs> I, I, I just love it because you know, Mom. I think you're one of the few people. And was it Rick that made you take the course on how to start a business, or did you want to take the course? Uh, we both agreed that I, I needed to take the course. It was something offered through the Chamber of Commerce and it's 10 weeks fast track business course. And um, it was good for both of us because he believes in education, but I took the course and then kept coming home to him. And they wanted me to write up a business plan. It's like, okay, Rick, this is where you're coming into play. Mm-hmm. And that's when de-stress started. Yeah. And I, and I love this whole idea of knowing your numbers because I feel like if you are a business owner, and, and we've talked about this with other experts like Amber Duggar and Mike Michalowicz, one of the first things you have to learn, and the first thing, like when Amber Duggar and I were working together, she's my CFO, um, was the first thing she had me do, Danielle, and I wonder if you do this with your clients, is she had me actually go, okay, what do you actually need to live on? Yes. And so that way you know what your business actually needs to bring in. No one ever does that. Right. <laughs> And it's hard because, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, were, there's so many uh, people who they don't understand their business financials, but we find that usually that's the case in their personal life as well. You know, yes. a lot of them aren't great at managing their own personal budgets and their own personal finances. I had one guy came to me last week and he said, can you just do both? Can, can, can you pay all my personal bills too? Because I, 
I, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on uh, in in my own life to tell you, you what know, I need from the business. I hear you say that, and I'll never forget a phrase that Oprah said to Oprah Winfrey said to a woman who had won this big lottery money. She said, "Never let anybody else sign your checks." Always sign your own check so you know what money's going out. And I thought, that is why, those are wise words. And um, I, I, so you, you need to know where your money's going. So no, you should not be paying his personal bills. He needs to learn how to pay his own personal bills. Know yeah, what's going in, know what's going out. Or at yes. least like set up auto pay for God's sake, yes. you know, for your basics, yes. um, you know, and, and yeah. So Danielle, I, I want to know, so you, you want it, you were hairstylist. And you have Rick gray hair, so I'm assuming you were good at hairstyling. Um, and you obviously had clients and that sort of thing. You decided you wanted to build wealth by opening your own spa. Uh, I say spa because we're in the spa land, but your yeah. own salon. And again, hairstylists are their own fun thing. Um, <laughs> there's a reason our spa does not have hairstylists because mm -mm. we love hairstylists. I love my hair. I cannot wait to see her next week because it's been so long. But the drama? No. no. <laughs> it's too much energy for us and what we do. But I love this idea of knowing your numbers. So what do you mean by knowing your numbers? Because I find every financial expert has a little bit different interpretation of this. Yeah. So I, that's a good question. And it doesn't, there's, there's not one number that I say that you need to know, right? Because it's different for every business owner. So I always say, you know, you have your top three things that you need to know. You need to know what your sales are compared to your goals. You need to know where your top three places are that you're spending and you need to know your profit and loss. But more importantly, what I want you to know is do those numbers match your goals, right? Does it match what you're trying to do? Uh, we had a client uh, over the last year, she was having a, a big issue with retention in her salon. Mm -hmm. And she really wanted to make sure that she retained her, her uh, hairdressers. And so she spent a ton of money on education and um, uh, bringing in lunch on Fridays and a bunch of camaraderie type events and really did everything that she could to invest in the culture of her salon. And so when we talked to her every month about where her operating expenses were and why they were so high, it made sense, right? It made sense that, that she was investing in that. And so we said, okay, we understand that we're spending a lot of money here and that aligns with our goal. Right. No, I love that because it, it reminds us sometimes I think, you know, my, my therapist says I have a way of saying all or nothing statements. I think sometimes as business owners, we go through feast to famine. Like we don't spend any money, then we spend all the money. We don't spend any money, then we spend all the money. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love this idea of that if you have a specific goal. So like she wanted to keep internal retention. So she's going to make the culture in her salon the best culture. So, and, and we believe in that. Like, yes. We, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, the way we spoil our people. Sometimes I'm like, y'all. Y'all are spoiled. Y'all are spoiled. <laughs> good, luck, good luck if you leave. We have people wanting to come back. Um, you know, and that's what we have. Like massage therapists have been there like 18 years. Like we, we uh -huh. have a really secure thing. I love this because it, it allows you to really, you know, Danielle, it allows you to base your core values of your business and why you're in your business to also your financial goals, which I, I love because it's so important because if you don't know what your actual, we talked about this, your core values, then how much money do you need to know how to make? Because where you spend your money, where you spend your time is where your values are. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you brought in the core values piece because, you know, understanding where you are at 
as as a spa owner, you know, um, are you are are you making money on volume, right? So do you want as many people in the door as possible? So then you might be spending more money on advertising and marketing, uh, and you might have a lower price point. But that is your goal, right? You want to have as many heads in in the salon or in the spa as possible. Now, on the flip side of that, you could be a spa owner who you don't want as many people in the spa. In the spa. You want high-end uh, mm-hmm. you know, yes. services where you're taking, each of your therapists are taking a long time with each individual client. So you might have you know, less hours. Uh, you might have more hours with clients. I'm sorry, but you're at a higher price point. But that aligns with who you are as a brand and your core values. And then in turn, how you're spending money, right? Because where you need to spend money for those types of clients are, mm-hmm. are going to change. Yes. Love that. Okay. So let's say, you know, a spapreneur is sitting there going, okay, especially this time, a lot of them are reopening after being closed along. So the coffers are empty. Um, I say, and I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me, Danielle, but you can of course disagree with me, that this is the perfect time to do a financial plan. This is absolutely the best time to, to get your money shit in order. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because uh, we're finding that a lot of our clients uh, and a lot of our new clients who've come to us, they say, all right, my salon's closed. I'm at half capacity. Uh, I'm scared to spend money, but I know that this is the time that I have some downtime. Let's dive in, right? Let's help me, help me understand the financials year to date. What was I doing right this year? And what was I doing wrong before we all had to shut down? Uh, you know, what are some key performance indicators that help me understand my financial results in the past? Because I always say, your numbers are trying to tell you a story. It's your job as a business owner to listen to the story. And the, the key performance indicators help you interpret that story. So let's look backwards over the last year and see what was working and not working and set up some milestones, set up a budget, put forth some goals so that as we go into the back half of this year, we can continue, we have a benchmark now because we've looked at the last year at all our KPIs and we know where and how to make some changes and we have a benchmark now to measure against. So now yes, you see how time. easy you just made all that sound and yet that could be so difficult when you're emotionally involved in your business, which is why someone like you is important. If you can't separate yourself out or you're in the rooms or you're busy operating other areas that you need someone like Danielle as part of your team. You need a coach on that end of things. We we are not all made to do all things. Oh, I mean, I, I'm terrible at the advertising of my business, right? I asked for help. Right. <laughs> it's time to advertise, right? I, I, I asked Angie, you know, I asked her for her help because, it's, you know, I love coming on a podcast and talking, but that's not my sweet spot it is, is, is right. you know, uh, emailing and communicating. Uh, so, you know, another example of that is my website, right? I knew when to ask for help. So I encourage everybody who's listening, if you feel like, oh man, I'm so disappointed in myself. I have so much shame around the fact that I'm not good with money. I have shame that I'm not good at cookbooks. You're not supposed to be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yes. and I got to say the, the feeling of if I, and this is added pressure, if I don't get my business back up and running, I'm going to be one of those that failed. So now you have that failed uh -huh. word thrown in there. And I got to tell you, we have felt that at de-stress, it's like, oh, hell no. I will fight tooth and nail. I will take out loans. We will get back because I'm not going to be one of the number. We haven't had to do that because we've got a good team, but yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and, and this we is know the, our numbers. Exactly. I was going to say, this is the time to say, okay, you know, for anybody out there who's saying, gosh, I don't even know what I need to reopen. I don't know how much uh, loans I need. I don't know what my operating expenses are every month. And so I'm struggling to figure out who to hire back and how to hire them back and, and when, 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 right? So all those questions... You, if you know your numbers, if you can look at those historical financials, uh, then that will help you make those decisions easier because it is really stressful. Like I, I want everyone to just, like take a deep breath. This is stressful. We're, we're all stressed out together. Uh, but the information helps you make those decisions unemotional, right? Okay, it, it, so if you don't have those historical numbers, this is a good place to start. So how are you going to start? So you can always get your historical numbers and here's how. So we, we provide something that's called a catch up. So we, we look backwards into people's businesses. And so we'll, we, we work with clients who if you might, you might have a QuickBooks in place, but you're not using it. You've never updated it. Or maybe you've never even opened up the QuickBooks. You just have a PayPal or a business checking account, maybe a credit card here or there. What we do is we take all those places that you're using in your business to make money and spend money, and we pull that, all of that into QuickBooks. And so this is not something that's stressful for the business owner because we do it all, right? We just take all the information from you, and we load it into QuickBooks, and then you have your historical financials. Yes. And I suggest that. everyone do that. I mean, it is. this is kind of nerdy, but I love being able to say to a client, hey, you know, here's where your, you know, here's where your sales are compared to last year. Here's where you're spending money compared to last year, your profit. I'm like, that's impactful. I bet you're good at those hidden pictures too, where you're looking going, I found it. I found that picture. <laughs> Look what I found. How far back should people go just from the previous year or do you want them to like five years? What, what is your recommendation? No, I would say just last year, you know, start with 2019 and go through 2020. If you've already filed your taxes and you don't want to do 19, you can still start with, you know, January, 2020. Um, but if you're able to, I would definitely suggest 2019. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I love doing year over year for a lot of different reasons. One, it allows you to see trends in your business. It allows you to, when you track that, you know, like for example, um, I noticed when I lived last year, we do a lot of deep tissue massages in the summer because people are out there, they're moving their bodies and all. Oh. And so this next month, because I know those numbers, we're doing a big push on Ashi for two reasons. Ashiatsu, which is a barefoot massage, Danielle, if you don't know. Um, oh. th massage therapist is on bars and my-, my It's a deep compression. compression. But it's amazing massage. It's the deepest, most luxurious massage on the planet. That, that's I, was like, I want price. one. Uh <laughs> oh, it's amazing. No, you should totally get one. Yeah, you should go it. But um, so we're going to do that. One, because people are still concerned about social distancing and it allows a massage experience without someone being right on top of you. My foot is corona free. Yeah, my foot is corona free. But two, it allows us to serve those clients as they need it because our job is to get, y'all know this, our job is to get our clients to the goals they want, whether it be they want to lift their grandkids or go fishing or they want their eyebrows to look the best ever. Um, that's the goal. And every 
Spopreneurs, real side note, please ask your clients what the goal of the session is. What's their goal? Oh, need oh, I got to tell real quick. So Carissa asked a client yesterday, this is one of our what, is, what is your goal? God, what did she say? It was like um, um, world peace or something like that. It's like, okay. That's a lot right. for massage. Carissa knows where she's standing. But, <laughs> all but, but just, like you, just like you would ask, because that also allows you, spopreneurs, to then go, okay, if your goal is world peace, you need to come to see me every day. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and therefore you could sell more packages that way. that's funny so yeah i love that you do that though that's that's fantastic that's the first question we ask any client is what's your goal yeah no. what do you want to do I, I, I just think it's a basic question that even your clients that you see over and over again we have a, a massage therapist michelle who's been there 18 years and the first thing she asked them is how are you and then what are we working on today and and just asking that question allows her to then plan the session so i agree with that all right We've looked at last year, we looked at historical numbers, so it allows us to kind of take emotion out of what's going on because we have actual facts. Facts are like the killers of bad emotions, in my opinion. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah. yeah, data, data. Data is our friend, um, not just a character on Star Trek. Um, I really want to know because a lot of our spapreneurs are female driven to my men. I love y'all, but we're going to talk girly time for a minute. Do you find that when you're working with a female entrepreneur versus a male entrepreneur, it's a different tactic? Of course, um, you know. Unfortunately, I want us. I I, I want equality for everybody, <laughs> but women uh, have different tendencies than men. Not all women, right? So I don't want to overgeneralize. But uh, as women, we tend to wait to ask for help. Uh, we have women who will hem and haw over uh, whether or not they're going to become a client for weeks, uh, and it and then even when they have that, right? Even once they hire us and we're part of their team, we'll say, how can we help you? How, how can we help you? Let's get the information. They're more reluctant to call us. They're more reluctant to schedule their monthly calls. They're more reluctant to ask for the information. Uh, whereas a lot of our, our uh, male clients, they are quick, right? Once they, once they book a strategy call with me, they usually sign the document the next day or that day. They schedule monthly calls with us. They call when they need help. They ask for things. Uh, I don't, you know. So for any women who are out there, out there that are not asking for help, it's time to to step in. To it's okay, right? We don't have to take care of everything. When I first started in this business, um, I came to it out of a sales uh, position, and I was the only female in the entire sales force um, up until the past, uh, the last year there. And when I started running de-stress, I found myself having problems in conveying and being a boss and a friend at the same time. So I called it my friend. And this is where I get this from. I mean, and I know the spopreneurs hear this all the time. And I'm going to say it to you also, Danielle. This is what's happening with your female clients and why the men aren't like this. It's because they don't take the emotion out of it. Men are factual. They go straight for it. See, women are churning. Well, should I ask for this? And what? It, and is she going to think this and, of me? And what does and, this say about me that I can't yeah, handle and, my business? Men don't do that. No. And that's what yeah. my, my buddy Carl said. He said, men take emotion out of it. We, we go for the objective and that's what we're after. And then after that, we're friends. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I gleaned that. I held on to that. And that's why I'm a strong leader at de-stress. So your clients need to stop and tell them up front. I need you to take the emotion out of it. 
Don't think about this too hard. These are just factual things I need. Yeah. And as someone who has worked with a money coach, let me tell you, it's a judgment-free zone. When you find the right money coach, when you find the right CFO, and it sounds like, Danielle, that's what you do. You're, they're basically hiring <laughs> you to be a CFO. Yeah, so I was just about to say that. So, yes. um, you know, you need a uh, judgment-free zone. And so yes. our number one goal, my entire team has been trained to welcome clients with open arms. There's no shame. There's no judgment. Uh, it is it is a place where you can ask any question and we're not like, man, that was a stupid question. You know, we'll never say that. We'll never talk about you. Uh, so yes, find somebody who you feel like you can come to and ask any question and yes. you don't have to carry that shame with you. Um, and that's going to give you the right information. Yeah. So only stupid question is the question you don't ask. Yes. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And you know what? There's, it's interesting when we talk about money, money is such a triggering uh, thing and it's why like it's emotional. Yeah. It's why like here it's popper and Danielle, if I shout out rule number one, I'm going to give it a pause. I'm letting all the listeners yell it out. Yeah, it's, what's it's, that number one rule? rule? We don't fuck with the money. And what we mean number by that- Number one rule, don't, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, money. the money. And what we mean by that is always, it's not about being greedy. It's about pay your vendors on time, pay your bills on time, pay your people on time. You know, make sure you're saving for a rainy day because this year, boy, have we learned that lesson. It um, rained. It, it did. Oh, and <laughs> I will say it again to the spotpreneurs. The reason I got two months rent free without even asking for it is because we never missed a rent payment and we ever. don't have assholes for landlords we don't help. we don't but for 20 yeah. years i didn't miss it yeah, and ever. if you can use that as a platform for those that are coming to you saying no you still got to pay well you're gonna have to figure out a different way for me to pay because you can't get blood out of a tournament turn turn up so you figure out where i'm going to get this money from and you figure out landlord if you're going to tack it on at the end of my lease I mean, there are ways to get around this. But, yeah, there really are. But you got to have something to stand on to do that. Yeah, which again is another example of why you need to know your numbers. Like having yes. the actual factual data of your business is so powerful. I mean, Danielle, let me, when you work with a client, particularly female client, because majority of our audience is female, um, you know, how much confidence does she build after like six months or 12 months of really following her financials and really working with them? Oh, the transformation is so powerful. So I can't tell you how often uh, clients will come come to us. They're scared. They uh, they feel ashamed. Yes. They're confused. They don't even know where to start. They're overwhelmed. Even just handing it over to somebody, right? People are like, oh, thank you. Please just, you know, I know that this is going to be done and done right, right? And then we look at you know, three months later that we've worked with a client and they're like, man, I am growing my business like I've never done before because every month I'm making business decisions that make sense, right? So if I struggled last month and I didn't have the revenue, I'm looking at why or I'm looking at where did I spend my money? How do I need to change my spending habits? How do I need to change what I'm doing to get clients in the door or how much they're spending once they're in the door? Uh, maybe it's, you know, increasing my inventory sales, right? So, so that, that transformation of watching people go from scared and confused to, man, I'm growing my business like I've never grown it before. Okay, here's a question for you. So you get uh, somebody that comes into you and they turn over their numbers to you and you look at it and you say, wow, in your mind, wow, I'm not sure this business can make it. Do you ever run into that and how do you change them around? 
So no, I never say that because I believe every entrepreneur can make it. Um, I, I just, I, I would never think that about a business owner because I think every single one of us have it in us to make it. Now we have had clients who have been hiding in the dark for a long time, right? So maybe you've been in business five, 10 years. I've heard it. We've had clients come to us and say, I've been in business for five years. I've never looked at a financial statement. Please help me. Uh, so what we do is we look for their trends, right? We look at what they've been doing. What are their sales? How have their sales been growing? Where are they spending money? Why, why are they at a loss, right? A big thing that we see uh, is uh, in, this, uh, in this industry is that a lot of people mismanage inventory, right? So you want to bring in inventory to increase your sales. I hate fucking inventory. Let me just oh. state that right here now. I hate it. I love it so much. It makes me I happy. I hate it. It's so good for you to understand. You, shrink is a big thing. I'm talking about retail inventory. She's I'm not talking, talking about, about, she's talking I'm about, talking about retail inventory. Yeah. You bring, in, yeah. You bring in retail. Yeah. And, it's a great, it's a great way to increase your sales, but, but we, but you got to do it in a way where if, if you, if you buy too much, you buy too much of the wrong thing, you, you don't know your clients or their spending habits, uh, you, it, it could be a quick place where you lose a lot of cash. Yes. Yes. So we've seen that a lot, but even if you do, even if you make that mistake, Right? If you're sitting there thinking, oh man, they're calling me out. I know I did that. It's okay, right? You, you just, you have to start to work from where you're at uh, and start to make those changes. Okay, so I'm going to say to all the spapreneurs out there, the reason I had asked you that question is one of the things and reluctancy of turning it over to someone like you and shedding light on everything you've done is the fear of she's going to come back and say, no, you can't do this, close your business. So that's not what you, what you do. No, I would never say that. I would say, here are the changes that we need to make right. to pull you out, right? Let's, let's, th these are the steps that we need. Maybe the goal is to reduce our debt, right? Or, or maybe we're drowning in credit card debt or loans. Here are the steps that we need to take in order to pay off those loans. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> that was before DuPont, my husband. DuPont, my husband. Yeah, we have a sassy, we have a DuPont. So yes. That's a whole I'm sexy grandma. She's sexy. sexy. Or crazy grandma. Oh, I love it. Um, Danielle, so let's say um, the, the, for whatever, we have a lot of different type of, of spotpreneurs. Some are like solo proprietors where they're just starting out and like every penny counts. And then we have some that are just as large as we are uh, with 32 staff members and 5,000 square feet and all. Where is your sweet spot with clients? When your company's looking for clients, what kind of clients are you looking for? Um, so I, I, I always tell uh, our clients, it's never too early to call us. So if you are at day one, then that's fantastic. We get to practice really good habits with you and we get to instill the financial knowledge that you need from day one. And I can promise you with that financial knowledge, you are going to grow faster than your peers. Uh, so it's never too early. Uh, and we serve clients up to about 2 million in sales. So uh, if you have uh, you know, 30 people on your payroll, uh, we process payroll for clients. We, you know, same things, you know, help you understand your inventory, help you understand your financials. Uh, so never too early, never too late. You know, okay. you could. 
let me throw this out here too because of everybody listening what's the name of our malicious uh women's candle company we love them. we we love them and we started talking about them we got a bead on them and we we ordered some of their stuff now they're so popular that there's a waiting list to try to get their candles to us so they had exponential growth out the the Wazoo. Wazoo. So it, you would be someone very good for someone who's ex experiencing tremendous quick growth because, so that you don't do it wrong. Because that's a dangerous thing. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm sure you've found that, Danielle, where, you know, a client all of a sudden is having like a banner year. They've hit on something like a really sweet spot. Like we had that when we discovered Ashiatsu. Yes. Speaking of Ashiatsu. So again, we were the first facility in our, in our state to offer this modality and it was like game changer for our business. Yeah. So we exploded. And had we not had a responsible adult, Rick, handle our money, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if we'd be as big as we are now. Which, and we use QuickBooks. So yeah. everything is logged and done and, and coded. Yes. Oh coding God, coding. Everything. I hate coding. Yes, but it's important. Because we it's cause important. Here's, yeah, because I know, but that's where he makes us feel guilty. Well no, I don't feel guilty. <laughs> Uh, just like, for example, right now, he's sending me weekly reports of this is how much. Like, I know, like, last oh, week, God. we made $2,000 more last week than we did the previous week. And right oh. now, as we're reopening, those are really critical numbers to know. Yeah, like, but so then we see the, oh, lunch and lunch and that, lunch. But that's, that, but that's okay. That's okay. And I love that you're seeing it weekly. So uh, our, our higher level clients, we, we do what we call a weekly dashboard, uh, which we look at, you know, cash, sales, um, payables, you know, who you owe money to, you know, debt. And, and we send that report uh, every week. And it's really cool that you're watching also how am I doing week to week? And that can be really important right now during this time. That was my idea. It was. It was it necessary. Was me. And I'm like, you will dumb that shit down so that we can understand it a little easier because he talks so high in the clouds that even accountants, our accountants, like Rick. Rick, you're making this more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. So, and, and I think that's a really good point. I love this idea. You don't have to make money more complicated than it needs to be. It really simply is you know, I, I took a basic accounting class in college. I, I took what, whatever it was where it's like one thing goes in, one thing goes out. That's the way it works. You, money comes in, money comes out. You just want to make sure you have more money coming in than going out. That's ultimately what the business is supposed to do. But sometimes it takes somebody else because it, like Daniel said, at the very beginning of the call, this is not what you were put on this earth to do. Otherwise, you would be accountants. Yes. You're spapreneurs. And you I'm designed not. to rip hair from crotches. You were designed <laughs> to put elbows in paraformuses. You were designed to squeeze, to squeeze pores yeah. until there's nothing else in there. That is, and we thank you for doing it because we need those things to happen. <sighs> so it is okay. I am giving you permission to say, you know what? I'm going to hire someone like Danielle or someone local to, to handle your money. But you know what I especially like about Danielle is you come from the beauty industry, so you know it a little bit more intimately mm -hmm. of what is important, where somebody else may not understand that I concept. I like that too. Um, it is very true. Like an, a more expensive wax is worth the money soy wax so that you're not hurting the client as much. You don't have to use as much of it. So maybe we charge a little bit more. I, I will say on this whole COVID thing, I finally got to go and get my nails done and I'm friends with the nail salon there. We're very close. And the girl doing my nails said, look, we're going to add in a COVID charge because we had to buy all these things of $3. Do you think people are going to get upset? And I said, uh, if they do, they don't need to come here. Yeah. But what they found was because they're practicing such high sanitation, 
that they're getting more clients in. So, you know, sometimes you got to look at your numbers, raise it up a little bit, and then it has uh, a sidekick of bringing in more people. Well, I like that they were transparent. So we had a client who we went through this entire analysis of what was the impact of COVID on her business, on her cash? Uh, you know, what was the cost that she needed to, that she incurred to, to put up all the sanitation and, um, and make all those changes and improvements yes. to her salon? And then we said, all right, what do we need to do with our pricing to make that up, right? We're, we're, at, we're working at 50% capacity. Uh, we, can't, we can't load the salon up like we used to. But what, 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 what can we do with our pricing? And her and I talked about, do we just increase prices, right? Do we just make that change? And I told her, I said, I'm very nervous to do that because you are built on, ref- you know, we, we've analyzed her clients. We know that she's built on a lot of refer- or like repeat business, a lot of clients who repeat and are referred. I said, those clients are going to notice that you did that. And I would be more upset if, if my hairdresser did that than just said, hey, we had to incur a lot of costs. This was a really hard time for us. Would you, do you mind, right? This is, we're being upfront with you. So I love that honesty. Except I will say, I will say, there is a time when you don't want to be quite so transparent. We brought in a linen service. And as transparent, because I'm just an open book. I am purely an open book. You'll know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> the amount of volume of sheets we were going through, so it, it made more financial sense to ship it out. I let yeah. every all the clients know we were raising our rates by $2.50. It was going to cover the sheet cost. We had... Oh, my God. You would have thought this was... I'll bring my own sheets in. We are like, that's okay. We're I'm so not going sure. there if they're going to make me pay for the sheets. Well, you're paying for the sheets anyway. anyway. Yeah. So, so, th- so sometimes raise it $5 and say, we had a business increase cost. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to be so transparent. Uh, yeah, I agree but Right now, COVID affects all of us. Right. I think COVID's a little bit different than yes. you're right. Than, well, than and also, sheets. they can see the actual yeah. thing. They can see the, sh- the shield, the plexiglass shield, right. and all the mask and everything. They can see those things whereas sheets they don't they feel them but they don't see them yeah it 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 just like when we brought in towels because we were tired doing towels i just said we're gonna raise rates (laughs) we're not gonna tell them why we're just gonna say due to business uh costs you know we haven't increased our rates in a long time and yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah i agree with that yeah. So, but, but know again, your audience. You if know, you know your numbers. You can do <laughs> these things now because you can see how much cushion. And again, I'm gonna remind spapreneurs: you need to understand the difference between a variable cost and a fixed cost. Yes. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, your rent is a fixed cost that goes up once a year. You know, yeah. variable well, is your HVAC that can go up or down, up or down. Like ours was nothing during Corona because nobody was there. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a perfect example. Uh, you know, tell them, Danielle, uh, tell them, slap <laughs> them around. Or even think about your back bar, right? Like oh, your your back bar, bar supplies. Uh, you know, that's that's a variable cost, right? We know that we're going to have rent to be paid every month, and you can even say my electric. I know I'm going to pay, you know, seven hundred fifty dollars a month yes, on average. Yes, yes. So we do an exercise with clients that we look at. Again, I'm going to talk about those historicals. So if you do that, catch up, right? So you have 2019, 2020 financials. We can average out a lot of those yes. those monthly expenses. So any of the dues and subscriptions, the software, your point of sale system, maybe you have a fancy uh, booking system that you know you need. So those are all 
Yes. Although they change, they might change a little bit each month, you know, you have them coming. And so we can create an average monthly operating cost. And here's why that's really, really important. We talked earlier about paying yourself and what you need personally. When you know what you need to cover your basic operating expenses, once you know that you have that amount saved in your checking account, you can take home the rest. <laughs> you, you know, well, create the cushion and the then take it. Money aside. Let's put yes, the tax money yes. aside because Uncle Sam's going to get his, whether you want him to or not. He's going to get his. Um, please, dear God, put tax money aside. Yes, no, 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 yes. Twenty percent. Put it away. Yeah. But that's, that's part, your of part of your plan. Yes. Yeah. So when we send clients their monthly financials, we say, "All right, year to date, here's your profit." here's how much you need to set aside for taxes. And now, now clients can say, all right, I have $20,000 in the bank. I know I need $10,000 to cover three months worth of operating expenses. I know I need $5,000 to pay my tax bill at the end of the year. So I've got $5,000 left and now I can pay myself. A lot of people are afraid. They say, I'm so scared to take money from my business because I'm afraid my business is going to need it. But if you have those calculations, you can confidently pay yes. yourself. One of our girls recently confessed to me. She's one of our top producers. And during Corona, she was fine because she had saved. And she finally said, I, I'm going to go to a financial planner and I'm visiting them because I'm thinking I need to go ahead and start doing an IRA. She said, I have enough saved that I'm now comfortable doing so. She's got $15,000 in savings. It's like, yes, dear God, you need to put some of this into it in IRA. And so, but she's ready to take that next step because she knows her numbers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's one of our independent contractors. So yeah. So oh, yeah, when you're in, when you're an independent contractor, you're a business owner. So for anybody yes. who's working as an independent contractor, just remember you, you are managing your own business. So you, you can write off those expenses on your taxes. Don't forget, I have a lot of people who they, they, they operated for so long just as a, an employee, even though they were a contractor. And then they came to us years later and, and we've, we've amended their tax returns. I'm like, all oh, this stuff was expenses. It's <laughs> expensive. Yeah. yeah, we are. We just did a huge expansion during Corona. And one of those things that we got was a huge training room. And what these babies of ours don't realize is they're going to start getting a weekly financial lesson on how to run their business. Within our business. Yes. Because if they, and this is for all of you spapreneurs who are like us who own a business where independent contracts work. You want to invest in this kind of education for your staff members because number one, even your employees, you want them to be able to understand at least their basic finances and you don't want to be teaching you want to bring somebody in um yeah because that's like listen to mama, mama. No, none of us listen to our mothers no i don't listen to you ever i know no. i know you don't no i do not um but i financial literacy is a real problem in this country and if you want to build wealth and this is why danielle's part she's kicking off our wealth series y'all and the reason i wanted to do a wealth series in the in the age of corona is because those of us who have savings who are secure who know our numbers are able to make better decisions not only for our health but our finances mm -hmm. and our families and it starts with you putting on your big girl panties and saying, okay, I'm going to stop whining about not having any money. And I'm actually going to see where I am. So I need to see where I need to go. And that's all we're asking you to do. Danielle is part of your toolbox. She can help you build a roadmap. We were not planning on promoting Danielle this way, but we like her. 
So please, if you can't, find and if y'all can see her, she's young. She she's she's within the realm of what all of y'all like. She understands the social media and the costs that need to be applied to it. Where if she tried to sell that to me, I'd be going, I don't know about this shit. You know, <laughs> you want me to do an Instagram account? I don't think so. So she's a little bit more relevant to where all of you guys are. So y'all need to take that in consideration. Look up her biography. Um, and her website, which yeah. Mona, I'm sure, will post yeah. into the notes. Um, talk to us about Profit Planner. I'm curious about that. Yeah. So what we did, we, we took all of our client questions and, all, and the process, our signature framework that we go through with our clients. And we know that sometimes it feels daunting to hire somebody as part of your team uh, for the accounting process. And so we wanted to give a tool to all entrepreneurs to help you DIY. So if you're somebody that says, oh, this sounds great, still not ready. This is a 12-week tool that get each week there's two to three pages of some financial education. We are breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. And then every day we give you one task. So you have one action item. Should take you less than 15 minutes a day so that you can start to understand your numbers. God, I and, love that. Mm -hmm. that and that even was if you like have what a, my fast track uh, class was like, and they don't even offer that anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I mean, the whole idea is for it to be bite-sized, right? Accounting feels overwhelming. Do one thing at a time. Can't, you know, can't do it all, all today. Uh, and the other piece of this is even if you have a bookkeeper, but maybe, you know, we hear this a lot in the industry. Oh, I have a bookkeeper, but she's not giving me any of that information. She just sends me my financials at the end of the month. You can use this planner and and use the information in the planner to dive in, to actually start understanding them. Uh, accounting isn't just knowing your QuickBooks is done somewhere and often never, never land. It's using it. Well, and let me say this because this happened to someone, um, and I forget the whole story, but don't just assume that your accountant's doing the correct job. You need yeah. to know enough to be able to ask reasonable questions, to make sure you've got the right person for you. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like I look at not that it's that extreme, but like the Bernie Madoff victims. You know, they didn't ask the right questions. They didn't follow up to see what yeah, was just going because on, they you know? felt good to you. No, you do your homework. You yeah. look it up. You get referrals, and then you stay on top of it. The same thing with your finances when you're investing. Just because you liked them five years ago, they may not be the right person for you now. Yeah, so because, you need to stay on top of that. And as your business grows, sometimes you outgrow the people you had at the beginning. A lot of the vendors we used at the beginning, we don't use anymore because no. de-stress is bigger yeah. and they can't handle our volume because we're, we're crazy busy, you know, and that's okay. You know, that's part of business growth and business development. And it doesn't mean that you can't refer people like some of the people we used to use. We still refer other business owners to them, but it's just for our business. They don't work anymore. You need more. I, I love that, that profit plan Planner. that you've got. I think that that is a fabulous tool to start. Yeah start with yeah yeah start start somewhere everyone listening if, if, if start somewhere just take action uh i am a huge person when i don't feel like doing anything and when i feel overwhelmed i know that i will if i will gain momentum off of doing something so it's the whole idea behind the planner if i can do one thing today and i feel good right i feel confident it boosted me i'm gonna go back and do it again tomorrow and even if i struggled a little bit i i'm gonna start to build on that momentum I'll tell you one thing that happens, and I, I don't know that happens to men so much. I know, and maybe not to a lot of women, but for me, I will refuse to look at my balances for a while because I think, oh God, oh God, no, I've spent too much money. Oh God. And then 
all of a sudden I'll, I'll, I'll tell myself, you have to put on your big girl panties and face the music. And oh. nine times out of 10, I find out it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. But it, it's just making me go there and say, you, you got to do this. Yeah. So well, here's here. Yeah. There's a total fear around it. We had a client come to us last year. She said, Danielle, I need you to teach me how to operate my business at a loss. She was a brand new client. And I said, all right, well, hold on. Let's, let's do your catch up first and let's see how bad things are. And so we did this whole catch up and she realized she actually had a profit in her business and it was <laughs> October. And I'm like, no, we need to prepare for the tax bill you're going to get, not the loss. And so you don't want to wait until the end of the year to, yes. to yes. get this information. Yes. You, know, you want to have it throughout the year because at that, that point in the year, she couldn't afford a lot of spending. So we, we couldn't really take down her tax bill as much as we wanted. Whereas if you're getting that information every month, you can be yes. like, oh, I have a profit this year, then maybe I will go to that trade show or maybe I will yeah. invest in my business mm -hmm. and take the course or hire the coach, you know, whatever it might be, just know that you can. And I'm reminding y'all, Spapreneur is a tax deductible item on your taxes. <laughs> all of my yes, coaching, all of my yes. stuff is tax deductible, as is Danielle's. Please buy mm -hmm. all of her things. Okay. <laughs> all right, Danielle, to wrap up this, you've been wonderful. Like, uh, you know, again, the True Blood did not disappoint. They were, they, they sung they your praises. Good. They did oh, very good. well. We, we adore. And I got to tell you, we have high standards because Amber Duggar is my person. Oh, and my she girl. Is, yeah. Yes. Like, and, and she's our person. So to have it, I was like, do I really have another financial person? But I think it's important to have a variety because while Amber works with me for a lot of things, and, and I'll explain why I met Amber while I was grieving my first husband's death. And she helped me very emotionally with a lot of the process and I needed her. But for yes. a lot of my spotpreneurs, what they need, and Amber doesn't do this. Amber does not do bookkeeping. She does not do accounting. She does not do that kind of thing. So if y'all like, I want to hire Amber, she's not going to do that stuff for you. No. Uh, but Danielle will. So this is a great resource to have. Um, to end our first episode of our wealth series, building wealth series, I want to know, Danielle, what makes you feel wealthy? What makes me feel wealthy? Uh, being able, knowing that I have an abundant mindset, because if I am operating from a place of fear and scarcity, I'm going to have fear and scarcity. And so every day I, I remind myself and I coach myself on knowing that I'm coming from a place of abundance uh, and that I want to have other people around me that are abundant. And I want to, uh, you know, we're so passionate about helping other entrepreneurs step into their abundancy. Uh, so just stepping in and playing bigger, that makes me feel uh, wealthy. Love, love, love that. Mm -hmm. All right, Danielle, I know they're going to want know more information. Where should the spotpreneurs go? Come check out our website, uh, profitplannerbookkeeping.com slash spa. Uh, you can uh, check out the Profit Planner there, find out more about us. Uh, if you are dying to uh, get the bookkeeping off your plate and, and you're just ready for this, uh, you can go directly to Calendly.com slash Kickstart Accounting. Uh, we can book a call. We can get on the, on the phone together. Again, no shame, no judgment. Let's just have a conversation. And we're actually offering to uh, anybody who books a discovery call, 
that says they heard me on the podcast will give you $100 off per month for the first year of your contract. Nice. And I want to remind everyone, I never take affiliate income. It drives people crazy that I don't take it. Like the, the accountant and Danielle's like, what? You don't do that. And here's the reason why. Because I always want to make sure that my recommendations aren't based on me needing profit and you getting the actual services you need. So I do not take affiliate income for that reason because I want to make sure that y'all are like able that. to take my recommendations without going, well, how much is Ramona making? Ramona has not made any money. I thought we her. were going to take money off that sex toy shop that wanted to do some advertising on our Did our we shop. have a sex toy shop that wanted to At one time. Just saying. Yeah. No, that was my other podcast. <laughs> no, that actually was a true thing. No, no, no. It, it, let, let me be clear. If there's like a sponsor, we're very clear. Like we had um, a sponsor last year for a while. We're very clear they're a sponsor. Danielle is not a sponsor. She was an invited yes. guest into our Spapreneur Clubhouse here to chat with you about money. So this was not compensated at all. I want that to be very clear. So y'all know <laughs> she's the real deal. She does not need to pay to promote her things. Hey, Danielle, sense. where do you live? I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, okay. Oh, well, maybe one day you can come down our way and visit us. And then you can get a Nashiatsu massage. I know. I mean, all you had to do was say massage. I, I'm there. We got you. We, we have plenty <laughs> of to do that. Okay. Well, when Corona's gone, maybe you'll come for a visit. Because she has. Oh, I'm just. Yeah. I'm dying for a trip. We were supposed to go on a trip this week, and we we canceled it. So, I'm I'm there. I'm there when this is over. Yeah. I feel you. Very good. All right, Danielle. Is amazing. Please go check out her website. Again, we will have all the information on this. Again, the spapreneur.com is under repair. So the show notes for this are actually going to be inside of our free Facebook group. So okay. You'll be able to resource it there. Um, I will actually share the Facebook group invite for Danielle. So if you have any questions, you can actually tag her directly. Because yeah, I please do. Want to answer them. Yeah, c keep the conversation going, guys. I love social media. Uh, Danielle Hayden underscore 08. Ohio, uh, I, I would love to answer your questions. So if, if you're struggling, post them in the Facebook group. I will, um, I'll be there to answer. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Spapreneurs, we will see you next time. Again, this is continuation of our wealth series where we bring in a series of experts to talk about all kinds of different topics. And this topic was all about knowing your numbers and the importance of knowing those numbers. There is no fear in knowing your numbers. That's right. That's right. No fear. No fear. Put your no big fear. girl panties Put on. Put those big girl panties on, Spapreneurs. All right. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com, where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. Spapreneur.com.